Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Welcome back, parents. Jordan Langdon here with you again. Hey, thanks for joining me in celebration of our podcast being up and going now for one year. Hey, some of you are listening for the very first time and others have been with us from the start or somewhere in between. And I just want to say this podcast is purely for you, the parent who's looking for real talk, looking for some guidance and humor and wants practical tips for making adjustments in parenting in order to raise really awesome kids who are able to truly thrive as adults in this modern world world. And I've got to say, I personally have been so blessed by this show because all of you have allowed me into your space to hear and see what you're going through in order to better serve you and to deliver content that really actually helps. So thank you for acknowledging some weak points in your parenting, for asking for help, and allowing us to pour into you. That's what we are here for. So in this episode, I want us to take a look back at our three most listened to episodes and then hit the highlights on what made those episodes so valuable to our parent community. So first in popularity is episode 13. That's where I interviewed world-renowned speaker, family physician, and psychologist Leonard Sachs. And the title of that episode is, What Factor Best Predicts Future Health and Happiness in a Child or Teen? Let's unpack that episode a little bit to get right to the good stuff. So, Dr. Sachs says the single predictor of health and happiness in child, that's when they grow up, is self-control. If a child is able to develop this life skill or character strength of self-control, meaning they're able to control their passions and desires, they will be happy and healthy as adults. So let's take a look at why that is. I mean, think of your life as an adult, how many of your struggles or grievances come from a lack of self-control? Think about it. Gossip, overeating, binging social media, working too much, not prioritizing your relationship with your spouse because you are consumed with something else, yelling when you'd prefer to respond calmly. All of these are a consequence of lacking self-control. But check this out. The good news is, as a family, the most important team you'll ever be a part of, you can work together to build those self-control muscles, and then everyone benefits. Man, I, I look back and I laugh at this particular episode, number 13, because Dr. Sachs totally busted me, the host. I thought I was doing the right thing 
by having my teenage son dock his phone in the kitchen. So I was telling him about it and he literally interrupted me to tell me that was wrong. But I appreciated it so much because he helped me see that having my son dock his phone, his smartphone in our kitchen actually tempts my son to sneak out of his room to use his phone in the night. And he he told me if it were docked in my bedroom, our son could have the security of knowing that it was off limits, thereby helping him set better limits around the usage and any temptations that he had. And I'll tell you, after that episode, my husband and I made that change and I can definitely see the benefit for him and for us. There are very clear and healthy boundaries for taking a hard break from his device now because it's in our room. And we aren't, you know, wondering in all hours of the night whether he's up using it or not. So that was a real win-win. I appreciated Dr. Sachs's feedback on that. But back to working on self-control as a family. We talk all the time about the importance of helping kids develop the habit of making their bed. Why? Well, because when you start your day by doing something you need to do instead of doing what you'd rather do or want to do, like playing video games or eating your favorite cereal, you end up accomplishing more throughout your day. And it builds up that habit of saying no to things that are less beneficial so that you can say yes to those things that are healthier for you. And when kids work at this every day, you can just imagine how when they are tempted as teens to look at things they shouldn't look at or try alcohol or drugs or do something that compromises their values with a boyfriend or girlfriend. If they are used to saying no to things that are tempting, they have the courage and confidence to say no to these bigger temptations that have much bigger consequences later in their lives. So keep that in mind. The reason you are helping your kids develop these healthy habits as young kids is because it matters in the long run. It really does. And I know it's hard. You feel like you're nagging them to do the thing when they're young and to do it over and over and over again. But once they see the benefit and they experience intrinsically the reward that comes from having order to their lives and from doing what they need to do before they do what they want to do, they start doing this on their own. And if your kids have weak self-control muscles as a teen or a young adult, you know it makes perfect sense that they are not as happy or healthy as adults because what happens is they are just constantly falling into the trappings of temptation. So my recommendation based on this episode, the number one episode that we have up, is to pick one thing every month to give up and do it as a family. Maybe one month it's dessert. Wouldn't that be hard? We've done that at our house. Another month, it could be denying yourself shopping on the weekends. And maybe another month you give up watching TV altogether or delete gaming apps from your devices. Doing these challenges together 
is a real game changer. So check out episode 13 of our show with Dr. Leonard Sachs. Besides these points I've just emphasized, he also talks about his latest research about the following hot topics. What's wrong with today's parenting? The effects of video games on kids. He talks about the American culture of disrespect, including music, TV, and social media. He shares with us the rules at home for managing screens that are healthy. And then he talked about college. Does the school even matter? And lastly, he talks about the importance of developing virtue or character at home versus outsourcing it to schools. So that's episode 13. The second most popular episode of our show is number 35, How to Develop Grit in Kids. Man, it's no wonder this is a popular episode. Who doesn't want kids who have grit? And by grit, we mean kids who have passion and perseverance, kids who dig in and keep trying even when it's hard, kids who are passionate about something and in their passion are also willing to push past obstacles in order to reach their goals without giving up. So in this particular episode, I referred a lot to psychologist Angela Duckworth's book called Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. Now, Dr. Duckworth outlines that as parents, in order to raise kids who have grit, we must adopt a particular parenting style. And that style includes three particular characteristics, being warm, respectful, and demanding. In this episode, I talked about how Duckworth interviewed legendary quarterback Steve Young of the San Francisco 49ers, a football player. And at retirement, Steve was the highest rated quarterback in NFL history. And Steve credits his success to his parents. He said, quote, my parents were my foundation. Duckworth also interviewed Steve's parents to find out what type of parents they were. And it's beautiful how she describes this. She said his father shared that he traveled for work all the time and explains that while his business partners were all staying an extra day or spending the entire weekend in whatever city they were in because they had to work there again the following Monday, he would fly home to be with his family because he knew how important it was to be part of their lives and to really know them. And Steve himself talks about all the times he wanted to quit football and baseball and how his dad told him he could quit, but that he couldn't come back home because he wasn't going to live with a quitter. Now, this kid wasn't even a natural football player when he was young. He actually refused to go to school when he was in second grade. He wouldn't go to Boy Scout camp. He never had sleepovers. He was actually an anxious kid. But his parents explained how instead of lecturing him and criticizing him, they talked openly with him, questioning, and then actively listening. And this helped them understand their son so they knew how to help him. Not help him quit or let him off the hook, but help him to push through these tough things they knew he needed to do, like school. 
And it's fascinating because by engaging him in this way and making some much needed sacrifices, like his mom sitting in class with him for weeks until Steve felt comfortable going to school by himself, he was able to continue and push past his anxiety. Guys, how many times do we lose our patience with our kids when it seems like they are just wimping out? I think it's so common for us to make judgments about our own kids and their lack of grit. And one of the reasons I think this is common is because we're stressed and overwhelmed. We just want them to do the thing and not complain. But Angela's book reminds me that when kids are pushing back and whining about something over and over, they aren't feeling understood or hurt. And think about it. As adults, we do that too when we aren't feeling heard or understood. It makes sense. So I talk about in this episode how Steve, this NFL football player, goes on to tell the author that some people may think his dad was like a real tyrant for telling him he couldn't come home because he wasn't going to live with a quitter. But Steve says, the context was that my dad knew me. He knew all I wanted was to just sprint home and give up. And he knew that if he let me do that, it would be letting me give into my fears. It was a loving act. It was tough, but it was loving, he said. And then he goes on to say how he knew that the decision to quit or not was his, that his dad didn't want him to be him and just make him do what he says and control him and Asked Steve to make up for what his dad didn't do. He said, my dad showed me early that it wasn't about him and what he needed, but that his dad was truly giving him all he had, a selflessness to the tough love. This was beautiful. He says, I knew my parents were saying, we're looking to see your success. We've left ourselves behind. Parents, isn't this what we're going for? We don't want to be living our lives through our kids and demanding that they stick with things because we stuck with them. That's not grit. We want them to stick with things that align with their interests and skills and abilities because we see their success and what it takes to follow the path to get there. So in this episode, I talk about how Angela Duckworth emphasizes the point of this parenting research saying, What matters more than the messages parents aim to deliver are the messages their children receive. Wise parenting. That parenting style I mentioned earlier, warm, respectful, and demanding, encourages children to emulate their parents, to imitate and surpass them. So check out this second most popular episode, episode 35. It goes into more detail even asking Duckworth's assessment questions so you can find out whether you are parenting in a way that's helping develop grit in your child or not. And I still recommend grabbing a copy of her book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance for an even deeper dive. You know, one of my favorite things about that episode is that we created a free printable that went out in our weekly newsletter by email, and it was for kids. And it was called a Grit interview. So if you happen to receive that and it's still in your email, go back and print that out and have your kids interview an adult that you know and trust to find out how that person got through something tough 
in order to reach a goal they had set for themselves. So this printable is an outline interview where your kids ask someone else several questions about themselves so that they can learn and find out from someone outside of your family about what it takes to stick with something that they're really passionate about. And if you didn't receive the uh, printable, please send an email to us, hello at familiesofcharacter.com, and we'll be sure to get a copy to you right away. Our third most popular episode of the year is number 25, called From Overwhelm to Ease, featuring Andy Hickman, who's the founder of Art of Workflow. Now, the Art of Workflow is a high-touch coaching practice that really empowers married couples, business owners, and entrepreneurs to regenerate their clarity and creativity by transforming patterns in their mind. Andy is my personal coach, and I've learned so much about the art behind managing overwhelm. You know, those racing thoughts, the running list of to-dos, those future goals that float around our minds as parents and then end up weighing us down. I'm telling you, one of my most favorite concepts from this episode, number 25, is a beautiful reframe of anxious thoughts. He and I were talking about how when things are pulling at you or nagging at you, you know, those anxious thoughts like, man, I really need to get back to meal planning. Or in my case, one anxious thought that was plaguing me was, man, I really need to schedule that follow-up neurologist appointment for my son who had a seizure a couple months ago. Well, Andy explains on the show how those anxious thoughts are actually our brain telling us that we have what it takes to do that thing. We just aren't doing it yet. Guys, that was a game changer for me. That one piece of information has really transformed how I respond to those thoughts when they come in now. Instead of being worried or nervous that I have these thoughts playing on my mind over and over, I now recognize it as a helpful cue to take action. Huge game changer. So check out episode 25 because Andy goes into a bit more detail when he shares the four behaviors or the ecosystem of behavior that takes you from a state of overwhelm to ease. What parent doesn't need that? And if you happen to be looking for a coaching program that integrates your life as a parent, a spouse, and a career person, his coaching incorporates it all. And if you think about it, you know, I think there's a saying that goes something like, the way you do one thing is the way you do all things or do everything. That's so true. And learning the art of workflow, the way you interact with your kids, the way you collaborate with your spouse, the way you manage your work, it's vitally important because it's all woven together. So again, so check out episode 25 and then go check out Andy and his wife Liz's website, artofworkflow.com. Parents, you are tuning into this podcast, The Families of Character Show, because you want better for your family. You're willing to learn something, you realize you can't parent alone, and you are willing to make sacrifices and take action to give your kids 
the life skills they need to truly thrive as adults. So thanks for hanging with us over the past year. We have lots of exciting guests lined up for this upcoming year, and we make a promise to you that we will continue to bring you quality content that truly serves you and your family. And if you want to know how you can help us keep this mission alive and going, please, please consider donating to our organization. Already this year, we've been able to offer free parent coaching to people who need just a little extra support and guidance for specific parenting issues they're going through. We are a nonprofit, which means all your donations are tax deductible. It also means we rely on donations to run our business and to keep costs low on all of our products and services. So there's a link in today's show notes. And of course, you can always visit our website, familiesofcharacter.com, and then hit the donate button to share some love with us. Okay, parents, for a deeper dive, check out our three most popular episodes, number 13, 25, and 35. And if you like what you heard in this episode, please share this with people in your circle. Thanks for celebrating one year of the Families of Character show with us. I'll catch you in the next episode and be kind to yourself.